Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast. Leadership. That's my topic. You know, we never get tired of studying the issues related to leadership. We all are leaders, as we all have people in our life. We all have responsibilities for people in our life. And we all have different levels of leadership with people and for people. Some of us are privileged to have leadership at a higher level, to fulfill some specific goal or to uh, move a body of people in a particular direction, to achieve a certain goal or to fulfill a certain objective, military or educational or whatever it might be. But leadership is a topic that we must always come back to because we live in a world of leadership. We are either a leader or we're a follower. Remember the old joke that used to say, go like this, lead or follow or get out of the way. Well, the first two are really true of everybody. We all lead at certain times in our life and we all follow at certain times in our life. Sometimes we're more of a follower. Sometimes we're more of a leader. Some people are more of a leader. Some people are more of followers. It all goes together. We all are involved in that leadership process. And we work together. And when we work together, goals are accomplished. Success is is achieved. And uh, we move forward as a people as a country, as a city, as a nation, as a uh, home, or as a community, or whatever it might be. You know, when you look at the word lead, you go back to the original Greek, and you say, okay, what does the word mean? What does it mean? Go to Latin. What does it mean? What is the root word of lead? Well, here's what it means. To go forth and die. (laughs) Well, that's kind of a cheerful kind of a statement. That's what the Latin root is of the word lead. To go forth and die. Well, it has kind of a militaristic kind of connotation to move, to go forward. It's got kind of a charge, kind of a business sense to it. Kind of an achievement orientation to it. Go forth, go forward, go and meet the objective to the point of death. To the point of death. Be willing to die for the thing that you're trying to achieve, for the goal you're trying to obtain, for the lead that you're trying to provide the people who follow you. Be willing to go to the point of death. That's where you're a leader. Committed, deeply committed, to the point of even death. It's kind of like lead, lead, lead to the point of burnout. Give yourself. Work yourself to death. But lead. Now obviously it would be important to stop short a little bit of death, but is that's connotation is give all you've got. Give everything. And people will follow. People will appreciate. People will benefit from your leadership and that will be a very very important thing go for broke if you will if you see it in that kind of a context okay the good news is this 
when we let go of our selfish ambitions and we let go of our selfish, vain conceit, our true care and our concern for people is born within us. And that's really kind of the good word there. When we let go of our own selfishness, our own self-ambition, our own personal pride, our own vain conceit, the true care and concern and love and desire to help people is born within you. That's really what leadership is all about. That kind of commitment, that kind of uh, desperate need to be a committed person for the benefit of others, for the good of others, as compared to the good of our own self. That's where we live our life, most of us, trying to fulfill our own desires, our own wishes, advance ourselves in some kind of way, use leadership positions to advance ourselves more than even advancing a particular cause. We want to move on, we want to use it as a stepping stone. Nonsense. Leaders obviously move up the ladder, not because they planned to have a stepping stone along the way, but because they've been recognized as strong leaders and good leaders and positive leaders and helpful leaders, and they move up into higher levels of leadership. They go up the pipeline of leadership, if you will. We want to be careful that we don't just take a job because we're going to something else. We often find that in churches with youth leaders. They're not youth leaders at all. What they are is just a person who's on the way up, using the youth program as a stepping stone to something better, something higher, something bigger. No wonder our kids don't do really well in church programs. Same thing in community programs. Youth leaders, if you're doing it only for the sake of building a resume and moving up the ladder to something bigger, the achievement will be minimal. The achievement will be temporary. And you'll move on, and the kids that you were leading will falter along the way. Here are some of the common characteristics of leadership. It's important to put these into context and to just reflect on them a little bit. There are a lot of factors that go into leadership, a lot of personality factors, a lot of social factors, you know, a lot of uh, situational factors go into leadership. Yeah, all kinds of things. You can't say any one thing determines a leader. One thing leads to leadership. One thing is leadership. No. Many, many factors. Here's a few. Leaders are people who cultivate depth. Depth of their own thinking. Depth of their feelings. Depth of their own soul, if you will. Depth of their own spirituality. Depth of their own knowledge base. You see, leaders are quiet people, but they're people who study. They're people who think. They're people who spend time alone reflecting. They go deep. They go deeper in their relationships with people, in their relationships with ideas, their relationships with institutions. 
you see, and with goals and with programs. They have time, they set time to give deeper thought to what they're doing and why they're doing it and what they're trying to achieve and what will be achieved and accomplished from their efforts. In other words, leaders are people who are committed not to just fulfill a responsibility, not to just get through the day and get through a project or get through a program, but to use every incident, every situation to develop and cultivate depth of thinking and depth of relationships and depth of commitment and purpose. In other words, leaders have depth. Okay, now let's move on to a second one. Leaders listen. Actually, they listen first before they act. Listening is hard. Invite, listening invites people into your life. Listening gives people a voice, allows them to speak as you listen. But it's an important and essential aspect of leadership. You see, we think of leadership as some kind of a raw, raw kind of a person who's out in front and leading the troops and moving forward and being active and, and activated. But actually, leaders have time to listen, take time to listen, and just let their uh, time be absorbed in the life of other people who have something to say. Whether it's a complaint, or whether it's a heart cry, or whether it's a desire or a need, or just a traumatic situation that people need to talk about and reflect on. Leaders are there to listen. Leaders take time to listen. Leaders move to the back of the bus and listen, if you will. They're not always out in front. So give other people a voice. Listen to them. Let them talk. Let them unfold their heart. And you listen. That's what leadership is. Here's the third point. Leaders empower and release other people. In other words, leaders are those that train others. Leaders work with others to give them the ability to achieve or the ability to succeed and the ability to try new ideas and experience new experiences of life. They empower other people. And then they release those people to act on the new skills and the new mission that they have or the new desire that they have so that they can experience junior-style leadership, if you will. So leaders empower other people and let other people gain strength and gain skills and gain knowledge and gain purpose so that they can lead well. And then the leader backs off, backs off, and backs off as the new leader takes on the responsibilities. It's like passing the wand, passing the torch, if you will. And here's the last point I like to say. Leaders hold their plans 
loosely. They hold plans loosely. So what does that mean? Well, leaders are flexible people. You know, sometimes you have a desire, you have a goal, you have an objective, you have a strategy that works. Sometimes it doesn't work. So we have to go to plan B or plan C sometimes. But leaders are those that have alternatives available and turn to them. There's no one way to achieve a goal. There's no one way to accomplish some kind of a task or objective. There's no one way to involve people and to activate people into a course of action. There are many different ways, and they hold their plans loosely and consider themselves in, they are not infallible. In fact, they're very fallible people. In other words, all their thinking is not necessarily accurate. All their thinking is not necessarily true. All their, all their thinking is not, and their plans are not necessarily successful. But they start out, and they move forward, and then make adjustments as they move along. Leaders adjust to the situation in which they find themselves, and before them as they move forward. We don't hold, leaders don't hold a, a plan and then never modify it and never change it. Leaders are always on the lookout for how something can be done better, how something can be done more efficient, how something can be done more effectively, how something can be done more easily, how something can be done involving more people, how something can be done by the process of teaching others a level of responsibility. Anyway, be a leader, okay? Be a leader of this kind of type, where you're going forth forward to the point of death. Lead. Go forth and die is the definition of the word lead when you go back to his original roots. Give all you got. Give it the musto. And achieve a level of success, but don't do it alone. You're not the person who's the king. You're not the person who's the uh, head honcho of everything. Give leadership, give direction, give encouragement, give guidelines, set some boundaries, determine what works, encourage, support, affirm others, and you'll be a good leader. And whatever you lead and whatever you're involved in will be successful. Well, thanks for joining me. Now, here's the deal. I want you to just be aware of Lehman Lock and Safe. L-E-H-M-A-N apostrophe S. Lehman's Lock and Safe. If you have a key problem, if you have a lock problem, if you have a safe problem, or you want to buy a safe, or if you want to fix a lock in some way, call Lehman. He will be a great resource for you, and you'll find him to be your lockman for the rest of the time. Here's his number, 559-228-1805. He's located at 1089 East Shaw, that's in Suite 104, 104. You'll find him there, right in the shopping center. So go to Lehman. If you have a lock problem or... You need to get a lock, or you need to get a key made, or whatever it might be. 
He's there for you. I've used him all of my working years here in Fresno since 1975. So I would recommend him to you at any time. That's Lehman's Lock and Save. Anyway, nice to have you with me, and bye for now.